Hello and welcome to Purple Day from Storytime in the Schoolhouse. I'm Miss Becca. Purple Day is the audio of our Monday episodes of Storytime. Storytime in the Schoolhouse is a nature-based, secular, inclusive program for young children and their families. Enjoy today's episode. Good morning, dear friends. So glad to see you. Good morning, dear friends. So glad to see you. Good morning, dear friends. So glad to Good morning, good morning to you, and welcome to a new week of story time in the schoolhouse. I am glad to have you here with us this morning. It is a beautiful, sunny, and cold morning where I live. There are airplanes flying above me. If you've been listening to story time for a while, you may know that my neighbor has a little airplane and when there are clear and sunny days out, he loves to fly it around. He even flies it over the schoolhouse, like he's doing right now. I wish we could see him. Maybe one day he'll let us come up in his airplane. That would be fun. We could have story time in an airplane. <laughs> Sounds a little silly to me. Friends, this week we get to do a couple special things. We're going to go on a craft visit with Miss Ray tomorrow on Red Day. On Yellow Day is our field trip day. And then on Orange and Green Days, we have puppet shows. There's a lot planned. Last week, we started a new circle time. And this week, we get to learn some more verses to our songs. Our circle time will be a little longer now. I'm looking forward to that. Let's get started, friends. We'll sing some songs, and then we'll hear our story. Good morning, dear earth. Good morning, dear sun. Good morning, dear stones and flowers, everyone. Good morning, dear animals and birds in the trees. Good morning to you and good morning to me. Winter's cold. There's snow in the sky. The squirrels gather nuts and the wild geese fly. This week we are going to learn the next line of this poem and the sign language that goes with it. The first part we just did, winter's cold, there's snow in the sky, the squirrels gather nuts and the wild geese fly. The next part says, the fluffy red fox has his fur to keep warm. And the bears in the cave, sleeping all through the storm. Let's try it all together. Winter's cold, there's snow in the sky. The squirrels gather nuts and the wild geese fly. The 
fuzzy red fox has his fur to keep warm. And the bears in the cave sleeping all through the storm. Winter's coming, winter's coming. How will the creatures get ready? Winter's coming, winter's coming. Time to get ready for snow. Winter's coming, winter's coming. How will the creatures get ready? Winter's coming, winter's coming. Time to get ready for snow. Winter's cold. There's snow in the sky. The squirrels gather nuts and the wild geese fly. The fuzzy red fox has his fur to keep warm and the bears in the cave sleeping all through the storm. As the bear is sleeping through the night, Jack Frost is outside leaving his frosty footprints all over the ground. Look out, look out, Jack Frost is about. He's after our fingers and toes. And all through the night, that sly little sprite is working where nobody knows. He'll climb a tree, so nimble is he. His sugary powder he'll shake. To windows he'll creep, and while you're asleep, such magical pictures he'll make, he'll make. As Jack Frost leaves his footprints on the ground and his icy pictures on the window, a family of kittens wakes up in the morning and their mom tells them, come outside and let's have a picnic with pie. But first, you'll need your mittens. But the kittens, they can't find their mittens. Three little kittens, they lost their mittens and they began to cry. Oh, mother dear, see here, see here, our mittens we have lost. What lost your mittens, you silly kittens? I'll help you find them. Meow, meow, I'll help you find them. Three little kittens, they found their mittens and they began to cry. Mama dear, see here, see here, our mittens we have found. What found your mittens, you darling kittens, now we shall have some pie. Meow, meow, now we shall have some pie. Three little kittens put on their mittens and soon ate all the pie. Oh, mother dear, we sadly fear our mittens we have soiled. What soiled your mittens, you silly kittens? And they began to sigh. Meow, meow, they began to sigh. Three little kittens, they washed their mittens and hung them up to dry. Mama dear, see here, see here, our mittens we have washed. What washed your mittens, you darling kittens? But I smell a rat close by. Meow, meow, I smell a rat close by. The kittens and their mom got quiet, listening to see if they could hear the rat. And they thought maybe the rat had gone inside their house. 
the kittens, and their mother. They came in the front door. They thought they heard a sound. So they looked all around the first floor. They looked under the table. They climbed the stairs and looked in the bedroom. They looked under the beds in the bedroom. They thought they heard a scratching sound. So they ran up to the attic. They looked under the antique quilt. Then out popped the rat. He ran down the stairs and under the crack in the front door. Now the kittens and their mother, they followed him, but they couldn't get through the crack. So they closed their eyes and went to sleep. Meow, meow, they began to sleep. Those silly kittens and their mittens. Today is Purple Day. It's Monday. It's our mindful day when we practice our breathing exercises together. This month we are doing candle breathing, or maybe we should call it candle blowing because that's what we're going to do. I want you to hold out a candle in front of you. We're going to breathe in through your nose, and then we'll breathe out your mouth on to the candle. Let's try that again. Breathe in deep through your nose all the way down to your belly. Then blow out your candle. Let's try it one more time. In through your nose. And out your mouth. Nice job, friends. It's important to me to practice deep breathing exercises, and then I can use them if I'm feeling upset or frustrated or anxious or overwhelmed. It's just good sometimes to stop and take a deep breath. And your grown-up may remind you of that sometimes. And I think it's okay if you need to remind your grown-up of that too. We all need to practice deep breathing together sometimes. I see the sun and the sun sees me. I see the moon and the moon sees me. I see the stars and the stars see me. I see all of you and you all see me. Our circle is complete. Now it's time for our story. Fire sprite, shining bright, share with us your golden light. I told you last week that my family likes to have our dinner by candlelight this time of year. It's nice on these dark nights to have a candle lit in the middle of the table. 
and I can see it flickering on the walls around. Sometimes when our electricity goes out, we have to use flashlights and candles just to see. A long, long time ago, they didn't have electricity. And in the story we're going to hear today, when the town doesn't have lanterns and the lanterns don't have sparks in them, the whole town can go dark. We're going to call the story fairies and hear the story of the lamplighter. Story fairies come and bring stories clear and true. Story fairies come and bring stories to our story ring. A long, long time ago, there was an old man who cared for his lantern well. He spent time shining the sides of the lantern so the light could shine brightly through it. And he tended the flame to keep it tall and strong. The people of the village would come to this light keeper when their own light went out and they needed a spark. They would come and get a spark from him. However, the lamp keeper was growing old and it was becoming harder and harder for him to tend to the flame. He tried to find someone younger to come and help, but none of them seemed to last. None of them wanted to sit all night and tend to the flame. They would rather be out playing with their friends. Sometimes they even left the flame unattended. The flame on the lantern, it grew dim and the sides of the lantern began to become covered with soot, and it was hard for the light to even shine through them. When the people of the village came, the flame was so dim that it was hard for them to get a light for their own lantern. Well, one evening, a young woman came from the countryside looking for a light for her lantern. She came to the lamp keeper's house, and she found the lantern to be barely lit. And when she went to light her light with it, it flickered and went out. She stood there in the darkness and looked around and said out loud, where can I find the light? The old light keeper was sitting there in the corner and he said to her, go in to the forest, there you will find the light but you must walk carefully and listen closely. Only then will you be able to find it. She thanked the old man and made her way into the forest. As soon as she entered the dense forest, she felt a chill to the air. It got darker and darker with each step and soon she was having to feel her way with her hands and her feet along the path. As she was walking, she stumbled into a stone. She knelt down and very carefully rolled the stone out of the path. Thank you, said the stone. Everyone just kicks me and then grumbles and goes on. No one ever thinks about how I feel. The young woman walked a little farther and she came upon a tree that had been weighed down with snow and had fallen across the path, blocking the path. She gently lifted the tree up and then she pushed its roots back down into the soil. Thank you, said the tree. Now I can grow straight and tall. 
The young woman then heard a whimpering coming from the forest floor just by her feet. She knelt down to find a squirrel with an injured foot. The young woman wrapped the squirrel's injured paw. And the squirrel said, if you could just put me back in my home, I will mend fine. The young woman lifted the squirrel and put him back in his hole in his tree. And she gave him an acorn that she had in her pocket. As she went on, the forest became denser and darker. She stopped to gather her courage and wondered where she would find the light. That's when she heard a young child crying and she came upon the child sitting there on the forest floor. I am lost, said the little girl, and I'm cold and I'm hungry. The young woman gave the child her cloak and said, here, wear this to stay warm. Come up and sit in my lap and I will hold you and keep you warm. The young child climbed up into the woman's lap and she gave her a warm embrace. And she also shared with her some bread that she had in her pocket. And then the young woman holding the girl in her arms closed her eyes for a minute and was about to fall asleep when she felt herself filled with a glowing, warm light. The young woman opened her eyes and she looked around and the forest seemed to be glowing brighter than before. The stars were shining bright. Even the stones seemed to be glowing and the trees and the leaves and the plants were shimmering. As the young woman looked out, she saw that all the little animal holes were filled with glowing lights too. That's when she looked down at her hand and saw that her lantern had a flame again, a strong, bright flame. Oh, said the young woman, I can help take you home now, she said to the little girl. The young woman and the child walked down the path together. They had no trouble seeing with the light of the lantern shining in front of them. Soon the young woman returned the child to her home. The child's parents were delighted to see their young girl. While she was there, the young woman shared with the child's parents the light she had found in the forest. They lit their lanterns with the light and their faces glowed and their hearts were filled as light returned to their home. As the young woman walked the rest of the way down the street, she stopped at everyone's home and offered them some of the light she found in the forest. Slowly, the village grew brighter and brighter. The young woman became the new light keeper. She tended to her light so it would shine brightly. And she also taught those around her how to care for their own lights so that the village was filled with light from that day on. Thank you, fire fairies, for giving us your light. That was the story of the lamplighter. I hope you enjoyed that, friends. That is a sweet story that warms my heart. Thank you for being here with me, for singing songs with me and for listening to stories. Tomorrow we get to go on a field trip to see Miss Ray, a craft visit, I should say. <laughs>
the next day on Yellow Day, we have our field trip. It's going to be a fun week here for Storytime. Friends, I'll see you tomorrow. In the meantime, know that you are loved. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Purple Day. Purple Day is the audio of our Monday episodes from Storytime in the Schoolhouse. If you're interested in listening and watching the rest of the week, try out a full week of Storytime on our website. You'll get access to one full week for each season, giving you songs and stories to share with your child all year. You can watch today, littleroundschoolhouse.com slash sampler. That's littleroundschoolhouse.com slash S-A-M-P-L-E-R. I'll see you there.